This month's podcasts are sponsored by Aubergine Legal. Do you sometimes worry that your business isn't meeting all its legal compliance requirements and wonder if you're ticking all the legal boxes? Are you losing sleep worrying about a piece of legislation that you may or may not be complying with? Perhaps you need some help with your client contracts or your data protection compliance. Or maybe you're worried that your website doesn't have the right documents or legal notices in the right place. Perhaps you have a brand that you want to protect with a trademark. How about if you could outsource it all and eliminate all of your worries? If so, then get in touch with Aubergine Legal, a friendly commercial legal consultancy offering practical and clear commercial legal advice without the overwhelming legal jargon, taking the worry away and helping you to protect your business and minimise your risks. Aubergine offers a free 30-minute consultation if you have any questions or want to find out if they can help. And you can access this link and book your free 30-minute call via the link in the show notes. Welcome to the Bring Your Product Ideas to Life podcast. Practical advice and inspiration to help you create and sell your own physical products. Here's your host, Vicky Weinberg. Hi, today I have a fantastic interview for you with Emma Sims. Emma is an energy healer, a crystal therapist and an intuitive guide who is the founder of the Soul Star Sanctuary, a Reiki practice in Tunbridge Wells. Emma works adults and children, helping to transform their lives through energy work. Emma has been running workshops and treatments in the corporate sector too and has a beautiful range of products called mood sprays that help to enhance the healing and your mood. Emma also teaches Reiki and runs a variety of wellbeing workshops weaving essential oils into all that she does. So I really, really enjoyed the conversation with Emma. Um, she spoke a lot about her products and the benefits of her products and about, you know, essential oils in general, um, a subject I know very little about, which I found absolutely fascinating. Um, and a, a key theme that comes through from Emma's story really is how much she has experimented and tested and just been a person who just goes ahead and does things and then just sees how it works. And if it does, fantastic um and if not she just sort of continually tweaks as she goes I personally found that really interesting really inspiring and I really really hope that you do too um she's definitely an advocate of just jumping in and having a go and you know I love that that really comes across in her story and I really enjoyed it um it was like a yeah really lovely conversation and I hope that you enjoy it and are as inspired as I was so without further ado I would love to introduce you to Emma so hi Emma thank you so much for being here thank you for having me Vicky great to be here no problem so can we please start by giving introductions yourself your business and the products and services that you offer because I know that you do both currently yes yeah yeah so um I'm an energy healer a crystal therapist and I'm also an intuitive guide and I have a sanctuary called the soul style sanctuary here in Tunbridge Wells so it's a practice well it's a reiki practice really for um children and adults so they come here and they have a beautiful treatment, whether they're suffering from anxiety or stress or just really in need of having a sort of energetic recharge. Um, so, yeah, it's just a beautiful space that I hold for people to come and enjoy that experience. And recently, well, probably a couple of years ago, that's when I started to actually um, do my products as well. But just as an add on, really, to the healing service that I was you know, giving to people and it just seemed to really work. So I've kind of expanded from there. Oh, amazing. Thank you for that introduction. And I didn't realise how close you were to me. I might have to come and visit you at some point, Emma, because you're yes. so close. Um, yeah, so 
I'd love to. So let's talk a little bit about your products. Can you just tell us um, what they are and sort of the inspiration and the story behind creating them? Yeah. So what I wanted to do is I've always sort of had this dream in my mind that I wanted to have my own brand, my own product, but I didn't quite know how that would ever come about. You know, you always have these ideas rolling around in your mind. Um, so when I started up my my sanctuary and had people coming in, I used to use the essential oils as part of my healing treatments. And then I bought this like a protection spray, it was, and it smelled amazing, but it just had like frankincense and rose oil in. And the more that I started to research the oils, the more I started to realize that the amount of healing properties that they have in the actual oil, because, you know, we're all from the earth and we're combining the earth energy in the healing treatment as well. So the oils really started to accompany the healing and really um, enhance, you know, the healing treatment as well. And then it was a few years ago, I had a really bad reaction to an organic shampoo that I used and it really burnt my skin. So I couldn't use anything. So I was trying to search for sort of products that I could find that were totally organic and were really good on my skin. I couldn't find anything because everything had all these add-ons. So I went to see this lady and she made up this spray for me, which literally had chamomile oil in and sort of like a witch hazel. And it was, that was all. And sort of like, I think it must have been like distilled water. And I sprayed it on my skin and it immediately felt calm and it sparked the idea. And I thought, wow, I wonder if I could start making some sprays myself to, but to do different things. So for example, one of the blends that I have is energy shift. So if you use that in the morning after a shower, the oils that I've used in it really do help lift your energy because they're all citrus. So they get into the brain, they get into your cells and they really do help create that energy shift that we all need in the morning um and a lot of the you know a lot of the work that I do I love positive affirmations I love using quotes and I love reading things that just really make you feel good so I thought maybe I could combine everything and put on the bottle like a quote that really helps people have that positive mindset for the day as well so say for example with the breathe that I've got um it has a quote on it saying, as we walk, imprint our gratitude and our love to the earth. So, you know, when you when you read that, you immediately feel really good and then you spray it and it just helps bring the clarity. So I have ones that are called intuition. So that's really for tuning in and opening up your senses to become more intuitive. Um, one that's called breathe that really helps with the clarity. So if you're feeling quite stressed in your work or you're feeling that sometimes you get that foggy headedness that we all can get during the day the breathe really takes it to the next level it really does clear your mind so that's when the thought came in that maybe I could do a different mood spray for each part of the day so that you know and it takes you right up to when you go to bed so there's a sleep mist as well Oh, well, that's fascinating. I mean, yeah. thank you for sharing how that all started. Um, what I would love to know is so practically, how did you actually develop this from an idea into sprays? It sounds like you did lots of research on different oils and different properties. Yeah, how did you actually know how to create something? That sounds very scientific. Yeah, so um, I did lots of readings because I'm not an aromatherapist, but I, I really, really researched them. And I saw that, um, you know, there was different spray bottles that you could get. So it was trial and error, to be honest, Vicky. I bought lots of different types of spray bottles and I tried them out because some of the pump heads weren't that good. Um, and then I tried the brown because obviously with the brown bottle, 
you have to be careful with the sunlight with oils because they can actually start breaking down if you leave the oils actually in you know in sunlight so it was a lot of trial and error a lot of experimentation the labels were the hardest thing you know you'd think that well it should be easy but when I actually went out to lots of different companies and I created the design myself because I wanted to keep everything at very low cost so I went out to lots of different companies and I I asked for samples of their labels and to start with I was just printing my labels onto you know the standard address labels yes and sticking those onto the bottles again just to keep everything you know to a minimal cost and they worked but then I didn't realize that actually when you sprayed the oil some of the oil residue would leak down and then it would bleed onto the actual address label and the ink would run so there was things like that that you know, again, it's only through trial and error and and understanding how the product works, experimenting with the bottles, experimenting with the labels. Um, so, yeah, I printed a lot of it myself to begin with. And then I found this company. It's actually Moo who I use, which I think their quality of printing is fabulous because they they do coat it slightly. But again, it's, you know, it's quite ethical how they print and their com- I like their company values as well. Um, but the quality of the labels like the colors are really good and again so I experimented with lots of different bottles and I found a company that used recycled glass because I wanted to try and bring that sort of eco sustainability into my company so that everything is of a good standard but it's also yeah it's also sustainable because what do you do once you've used that bottle where does it go so the company that I use they recycle the glass you know not just mine but obviously everybody's um And then I buy those bottles from them. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of it has been trial and error, to be honest with you. Thank you. And I I think trial and error is a good way of doing things because I think it can be really easy to think. We were talking a little bit before we started recording, Mm -hmm. weren't we, about how you can sort of think that everything has to be perfect. You have to have everything lined up. Actually, unless you try, you really don't know. So I think that's a really good approach and did you take a similar one with the actual form is formulation the right word I'm not really sure Emma formulation inside the bottles so how did you know how to get those right because I'm assuming that now a couple of years on well I'm, I know this is an assumption you tell me if I'm wrong you sort of have a set method or formula for yeah, how you but how did you get to that again was it trial and error yeah so it was really trying out different scents so I'd really research um say like for the sleep mist, for example, cedarwood, I didn't realise, was a natural sedative. So, but you have to be quite careful when you use that, you can't use too much. But I also wanted to make sure that I was putting a good amount of essential oils into the product because, you know, some that you spray and you smell and then it just evaporates and that the smell doesn't linger. So I wanted to be be aware of that and keep that really in my mind that actually I wanted something that people could spray on themselves because you can spray it onto your skin. Um, and that it would last and it actually, you know, does the work. So, yeah, I researched it. I researched it a lot. So those essential oils, I had to, you know, do three drops or four drops of one. And again, it was, you know, just experimentation until I got the right scent. And I think it's just down to personal, personal taste, really, that when you smell it, it's that moment of that's it. That's the one that really works, that combination. So it's knowing that I've researched the oils that I want to put in, making sure that when you smell them, that the blends work together. 
could you substitute one for the other if that doesn't work does it do the same thing because sometimes you know you'd read up on these oils and you'd go oh yeah okay that really works then for you know enhancing the intuition and the senses but actually when you put them together they don't always you know the combination doesn't smell that good so you know it's kind of making sure that you add a little bit more of one and less of the other and then you get that that really perfect combination that just gives you that aha moment of like that's it that's the one that has to be it so I've just launched um, a new blend actually called Harmony and they're in my crystal rollables which I'm selling at the moment but all the proceeds go to the NSPCC and that was just me opening up the bottles and just smelling what ones I felt would really give that sense of calm again researching them seeing which ones um, do actually make you feel calm and then I came up with the four that I put together and they just it smells amazing it smells so good so is that a new product that you've just come out with recently yeah I ran it back in March um for Mother's Day so they're just beautiful crystal rollables and the crystals enhance the healing properties of the actual essential oils as well um and they sold out in March and I thought you know what I'm going to do it again because it's a really lovely gift for Christmas and then I was just looking I love the NSPCC I, I you know it's really close to my heart what they do and I thought I'm just going to sell them and the money that I make from them, I'm going to give to charity, the NSBCC, because, you know, it's such a great charity and it's coming up to Christmas. They're beautiful. They're just little rollables. They're just beautiful gifts that you can give to people or just put in a stocking if you want to. But it's just something that, you know, that you can keep. And then if you send it back to me, you can have it refilled as well which I need to I need to mention that because I haven't mentioned that on my Etsy it's remembering everything isn't it Vicky? Oh, of course it, absolutely oh. no it's a lot and um do you know I when you showed me then because then people listening obviously can't hear that you've just showed me I actually realized I actually saw those on Instagram today it's such a small oh. world Emma somebody not not on your Instagram someone else was sharing them oh, um and okay. I did it I did see them and think oh they look they look interesting mm. so oh mm it's a very think, small world yeah and I think also the price point is really really important because it's making sure that people can afford it and it's not it's not the the point where they kind of go I think that's a little bit too much so I've tried to with my sprays like I have the smaller ones that are like 60 mil for example they're 10 pounds a bottle and then you have the slightly big so that's like handbag size you know really easy to take on holiday with you and then you've got the 100 mil that are bigger so they're 15 pounds but again it's quite it's it's a good price I think because it's it's affordable for people and then the rollables they're like 12 pounds 50 so you know when you think 10 pounds it's only over just over 10 pounds what can you get for that you can't really and that's a beautiful product to give to someone so it's always trying to appeal to the whole market rather than you know single people out and people look at it and go well I can't afford that yeah thank you no, that that's a really good point and by the way everything you just showed me I know it doesn't work as well on a podcast but of course no. if you're listening we'll have links to Instagram and everywhere else in your websites so yeah. people can go and have a look so I know it doesn't work as well but everything <laughs> yeah. you show me looks gorgeous and oh, I do have you. a few more questions so I just noticed the yeah. bo- little bottle you showed me was like mm. a lovely blue color is there a reason that it's is it well, first of all is it blue Emma or is that my screen yeah <laughs> it, no, is, it blue. is blue yeah. Is there a reason for the blue? I'm just being curious now because you mentioned trying white clear bottles and brown bottles. Is there a reason you've yeah. landed on blue? Um, 
I just really like the spa quality of blue and also blue. When you look at blue, it actually immediately like it's been scientifically proven that it, it immediately makes your mind feel calm. So that blue glass bottle was something that I arrived at because for those reasons um, and also because it works quite well with the colours in my labels because I changed the labels as well. So initially I had the brown bottles um, and they had that print, which is kind of like the green and the white and the black. But because my logo was designed um, as a beautiful rose, so I wanted to try and use the, you know, use the colours that really complement each other. So I thought the blue would actually work better with the logo. So that's as well why I ended up with the blue bottle. But I do oh, like the brown. I keep I keep going back to the brown. So that's something that um, I think it needs a different label. Yeah. <laughs> And out of interest, Emma, because you've had so many like evolutions of things and you were saying about, you know, the, the bottles and whether you choose the blue or the brown, how much input or have your customers had any input to how things have changed and evolved over the years? Do you get much feedback from people on your products? Yeah, I do. I mean, when they come into the sanctuary, that's where I really sell most of my products. When the, when they come in here, they have a treatment and throughout the treatment, I spray my products. So, you know, if I really feel that we're doing a mental clearing exercise, for example, where I'm really clearing out the energy from their mind and everything. I'll use the breathe because it really brings it. And always after the treatment, people will say, wow, I love the smells that you are using, the different oils um, that you use throughout the treatment. And people have always, you know, they've fed back and they've said that they really love the quotes on the bottle. Because again, it just reinforces the positivity and it's a bit of something different. You know, normally you have a bottle and you stand it on your shelf and you don't really take that much interest on the label or, you know, because you just immediately think, oh, it's just going to give me the content. So people like that. But it's probably a good point, actually, because I've never launched a product before or I've never actually, you know, sold products in that way. I, I, I'm still really new to all of this. So it probably would be good, actually, to get a bit of customer feedback, wouldn't it? Yeah, it probably would. And I mean, I think the fact that um, people are, are sort of smelling them during their treatments and buying them, mm. I mean, that's some feedback in itself, Emma, because it shows that people do like the smell. Yes. Yeah, for some of those, especially now you have people, it sounds like they're buying them and probably some people that are buying them fairly regularly. Yes. Definitely when you're coming to make decisions about um, uh, bottles, packaging or anything really, maybe new fragrances, I definitely think it could be worth asking some people who's asking some of your customers what their thoughts are um because I think from what we said at the moment and we can move on to this a little bit most of your sales if I'm correct in in understanding this do come from people who come into the sanctuary is that yeah is that right yeah that's right yeah and word of mouth so people would come through Instagram for example and say oh I heard about your product um so what I've done a lot of as well is I've actually sent my product to people so I guess you probably think of them like influencers, but they're not influencers. They're people whose work I just love. And for example, there's a really amazing yoga teacher in London. And I really, I love what she does. And I love um, how she teaches. I, I really, you know, interested in how her mind is and everything with that. And I just knew she'd love one of these products. So I just sent it to her as a gift during lockdown and said, what you've been talking about, I really think that protection would be a great, energy spray for you to use so you know so it's it's good because then we have their endorsement you know they post it on their Instagram page so it it all starts that ripple effect which can actually sometimes be huge can't it 
Absolutely. I didn't know you did that. And I think that's really interesting. And it sounds like you're doing it for a lovely reason as well. It sounds like you're doing it to be kind. And I think that's really nice. Um, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with doing it as a marketing strategy, by the way, Mm. nothing wrong with doing that at all. Mm. Um, But I do really like the way you're doing it because it just feels really authentic to you. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. I think with any brand, it well, from from, you know, where I see it, I think you have to be honest and you have to use an approach that sits right with yourself so I think that is one of my um I don't know what you'd call it I can't think of the word now but you know I I am I see myself as very kind I love being kind and I love making people feel good about themselves that is my sole belief that we can do so much to help ourselves and why shouldn't we you know give that back to ourselves or or give gifts to other people because it's just it's lovely isn't it to just be able to give that to someone who's feeling a little bit low at that moment and give them a little pick me up um so yeah I've been doing that quite a bit I've just been sending like the 60 mil ones I only recently launched and that was because I thought actually people might be going a bit better with the 10 pounds the value of it um and also that you know being able to just pop it into your bag and that again I've sent out to a few people and they've loved it and they've spread it with their people as well so hopefully it'll come back <laughs> no I think it will because it sounds like it's all coming from a good place and it does seem really authentic because obviously your products are all about helping people to feel better your yes. products your treatments everything you do is kind of geared towards that isn't it it's all about yeah. people's well-being so yeah it seems yeah. completely authentic and yeah I do think it I do think it will come back Emma I think it's lovely that you take the time to do yes. that yeah I mean, even if it doesn't, at least I think to myself, well, at least that person's got something from it, you know, and then maybe who they've shared it with, again, has got something from it. Because with the oils, um, and this is something that I didn't realise, the effect that it actually has on your brain and the effect that it has on your cells. So it takes about 20 seconds to get into your brain, the actual the scent of the oils and the scent of the oils carry you know, like almost like a a tiny fluid. So when you absorb that into your senses, it's taken into your brain and there's receptors around each cell. So once it's absorbed by those receptors around the cell, it shifts a bit of the energy, which actually makes you feel, say, for example, if you're feeling a bit overwhelmed, the geranium oil, if you inhaled that, would immediately make you feel really calm. So, you know, it really does work. It's, It's amazing that's really interesting because I'll be honest I don't know much about scent and sort of the impact does on your brain but it sounds really fascinating it's something I might want to read on a little bit because it yeah I do find it genuinely fascinating that just inhaling something can change your brain I just think that's that's amazing isn't it yeah it really is and like when they had the plague they used to carry these um little almost sort of like bags of scent and they used to wave them around because they they thought that well, it actually did work as well is that the scent would kind of keep the bacteria down and, and that's what it does it's again it can do that so they're really once you start really looking into it they're so effective yeah I think that's amazing mm, so it's just you know getting it out there really and telling telling more people yeah absolutely well as I said we will link everything you know to everywhere people can find you in the notes for this mm. and um you mentioned your your crystal rollers are fairly fairly new yes. um are there is there anything else you have in the pipeline out just out of interest you don't need to tell me what if you don't yeah. want to yeah no um so what I really want to do in the new year is I want to 
take this to another level and try and so what I've done as well is I've actually sold to so I've sold wholesale to other companies as well so there's a really lovely lady who runs this sort of eco able online eco shop and she does um, markets as well so she's taken a lot of my products so that's great Um, and again that's just you know getting the brand out there a little bit more and also you know there's another lady who runs does these beautiful self-care kits um, and she's put the organic bottles as well the mood sprays into her self-care kits and she's marketed those so I kind of want to do more of that because I love collaborating with people so I think collaborations are a really good way for to get your product more known um, and also to just collaborate with like-minded people I think it's you know it's a great thing to do so I really want to invest probably a bit more money in the branding and really look at not just the bottle but the labels I've, I still have in my mind because I design it all myself and get it printed myself could we do something different there could we yeah maybe just change it up a bit and also with the brown bottles um I'd really like to do something maybe for men because you know they can be used by men it's not just a female product so you know could it be something that the brown bottles are more masculine so we could do something more arty also I had another idea where I use a different artist to come up with a label so each label say for example the breathe is created by someone the energy shift might be with someone someone else um or could we maybe do some boxes with the products in so that they're more personalized as well so it's more like a gift box I don't know there's loads of different ideas Vicky that I that I'm having so it's just I have to when it when I get to that point intuitively where I go that's it that's what I want to do that's that's where I'm going to be I think in the new year with it so invest a bit more time and energy into really getting it out there yeah that's all sounds really positive and exciting and I think um I think you're right to think about the you know visually the branding and how the products look because I I'm I'm not going to profess to be a wholesale expert I've got a whole podcast episode on wholesale for anyone who wants to learn more Um, and we had a fantastic guest I'm not the expert but one thing I do know is if you're going to have a product that's going to be on shelves or in a stall it needs to obviously look visually appealing and I'm not saying your products don't now at all that's not that's not totally not what I'm saying but I think if that's that's what you're looking to do whether you're looking to get them on shelves or collaborating with other creators and getting them in in their gift boxes or subscription boxes or whatever I think having them looking at their very very best does yeah definitely sound like something to focus on yeah so and I think as well you know like when I first started some of the type was too small so you couldn't read all the ingredients you know that's really key so that people know that they're 100% organic you know right down to the coconut oil that they're blended with with the distilled water it's organic the witch hazel's organic everything about it is organic so that's on there and also the directions of use you know it's all it's small print but it's making sure that everything's seen and everything's on there that you want to be so and I just think as well there's you know, these products, they smell amazing. I'm not just saying that, but they, they really do smell really punchy and they really um, they really hold their own energy. So I think if the label is really impactful as well, people might just, yeah, just sort of more, when they look at it, I just want them to be able to interact with it as well. So that, that's what they do with the quote. They read that quote and again, it, it shifts something in them, you know? Oh, that's really, that's a really good quote. That makes me feel really good. You know, 
Yeah, and I really also, because I want to, I do want to touch on this. I really also like your idea about having maybe different artists design labels yes. or boxes or something. I think that's a really fun idea as well, because yeah. again, it's like this whole spirit of collaboration, which I know you're really big on from what we've spoken about. Yeah. Um, but also, I think it's probably another way to get in front of a different audience, because presumably, an artist who designed a label for you would talk about that and share that. And yes. so I think there's yeah, there's loads of benefits from doing that. I think that's a really really nice fun idea yeah I think I saw Clark's recently Clark's shoes they had done a box where you color it in yourself and I thought that's quite a good idea it's just black and white so low cost because black and white printing no color brilliant that's really minimal cost um and I thought that's quite good because my daughter's made these children's rollerballs which she doesn't really want to promote that much but um again they you know they get sold if they're if people come into the sanctuary because the children really love them but for children you know they're really funky little labels they're all really creative and bright colors so maybe something to push more for children as well because as we evolve into this world of working with our energy looking at ourselves more if we can educate our children that's as well where I think this will really expand that children can walk along with an energy role just put it onto their wrists this rubbing the essential oils breathe it in and they immediately feel calmer because my daughter uses them she takes them into school and she uses them if she feels a little bit anxious or you know she's not feeling that great that day she'll just put it onto her wrist I think it's wonderful that she's done that it goes to show like the influence we have on children without even sort of realizing it or pushing it that they they, yeah it sounds like she's genuinely interested in what you do and they see in the benefits and that's wonderful yeah they just and they love they love you know getting all the oils out and experimenting and so it's good yeah it's good at a young age if we can get them doing it yeah absolutely that reminds me of being young and having like a perfume making kit which yes. not, you know when you could yeah. and it which always ended up smelling awful <laughs> but it's a similar <laughs> yeah. thing isn't it yeah, exactly or, or getting the rose petals you know and like making up your potion in the garden with water yeah putting all different bits in yeah it's good fun to experiment and as you say it's also good for children to realize that it's okay to need a bit of a when I say help I mean that in a maybe yeah I don't know if that's the right right term but for children to know that actually it's okay to need a bit of a boost or need something to calm you down and to to use something because you know we sometimes we have to teach our children strategies don't we to maybe calm down or or moderate their energy or whatever it might be so Mm. I think it's good for children to to know that actually it's perfectly acceptable to have like a little aid for that yeah absolutely and I think as well it's something that almost feels like perfume you know so they're just rolling it onto their skin and breathing it in and it's yeah just like the novelty idea of it children are naturally curious aren't they so they love anything that they can pick up and smell and you know yeah but do you think gravy it's good I think it is good to model that Mm. um I'm keeping an eye on the time Emma because I know that you know you've got appointments and clients to see today so let's talk a little bit about how your products and services work together because I know you mentioned that a lot of your sales currently come from people who come into the sanctuary Mm. so would you say that's the biggest way that you're selling your products at the moment yeah at the moment because you know I haven't really I mean Etsy is a minefield anything that's technical for me I always have that massive block Um, So I did actually appoint someone to do like a banner for me and get the Etsy page up and running so that I could actually sell them online. And that's great. You know, I've had a couple of people buy them from abroad, which 
is becoming a problem I need to look into that further because there's custom tax now because we've gone in we've gone into Brexit haven't we so that's well it's thrown up so many complications um so the majority of my sales are definitely through my sanctuary and also you know I saw um a gentleman the other week who who can't sleep you know he's having real problems sleeping so the sleep mist great for helping you to sleep and you know and I also sold him one of the breathe as well because he was feeling so stressed and overwhelmed at work so the two you know you can work together you can use the breathe in the morning and the sleep mist at night so I'd say that yeah the majority of the sales are through my sanctuary because you can see them and you can smell them so I think that's the hardest thing that I've come across with selling these products is not being able to sell them and um, smell them sorry yes <laughs> not sell them smell them when you're online you can't smell it can you but you can obviously talk about the oils so I think it's thinking around ways that you can evoke the sense of smell you know by saying about the citrus tones and you know the deep musky sense of the frankincense maybe be a bit more creative with my writing but um yeah, I mean, I think going back to your question, it is definitely through my sanctuary that I sell most of them. And I have my Etsy page, but I've sold a few on there, but not, you know, not a huge amount. I think you're right that it is hard to sell any scented products online. Um, it, I think it's a much easier sale if you're somewhere where people can actually pick them up and smell the bottles and, and that kind of thing. I guess something you could possibly, I don't know if this is possible when there's some sort of test smell testers or something you can pop in the post. But again, that's another it's another thing to do so I'm not trying to add to your to-do no, list for a, 2022 I, I do I was talking to someone about that the other day actually and I wouldn't know where to start but yeah I can definitely explore that because it would be and I think it's a nice idea actually to send to clients if you've got a new blend that's come out that you want people to try um you know so you can actually send that to your client and say oh I've got this new what do you think and you know get their feedback as well or if there's something that actually existing clients need you know if it's help with um you know whatever it might be in their day that they're feeling that they can't move through that is there another blend that they could they could have created because they're all hand blended so you know if anybody listening to this has got any ideas it's great to always know what people need yeah, I guess it's also would be a nice way of getting feedback as well. If you had yes. something you were looking to fill out, how you sort of create testers, Emma, I don't know, but I do have faith that you will you would be able to figure it out, and you will be able yes. to figure it out. That's definitely something I'm getting from you. Is that yeah. you know you're someone who's going to go and and try things and yeah, well, yeah, and definitely. experiment. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's two feet in. <laughs> no, but I think that's that's really good. And as I said, I think it's it can be really easy to hold yourself back. Um, unwittingly by sort of wanting to get everything right but like you say sort of experience is the best teacher isn't it and yeah yeah it is and I think if your product's good at the end of the day I think if that wasn't that great if it's a bit weak a bit wishy-washy then I don't think people would buy it But, but I think because it is it's so different and it's and it really does smell I'm I'm not just saying that but it really a lot of them really do just smell amazing like they really are they do what they say on the label, you know, they really do create that sense of clarity for the breathe or the energy shift and the sleep mist, you know, definitely helps you sleep. That natural sedative is right, the, the cedarwood, amazing. But again, it's that balance of the scent. So it's yes. just not too overpowering when you go to sleep at night. 
And as you're talking, Emma, something else I think would really help if you don't mind um, mm. sort of me suggesting this is having having reviews from your customers that say, yes, I use this and it helps me sleep or yes, I use this and it helps me calm down. Because I think that's the other thing when you yes. can't physically smell or try a product. If you can see that X amount of other people have tried it and it works, you feel a bit, I think it kind of encourages you to take that, I don't want to say gamble, but it is a bit yeah. of a gamble buying stuff online, especially if, you know, you're not, familiar with the products or the or the seller I think if you can see a review from sort of all these other people that it's worked for you're much more likely to think well I'll try that because if it's worked for them chances are it'll work for me and I think okay. it then removes some of that sort of fear about you know is this right for me which I think we all have when we're mm. shopping online and particularly if we're buying something that we're not as familiar with yes definitely because I think people know you know the brands like Neon which to be honest with you I'd never heard of when I launched these, that sounds awful, doesn't it? I think I was aware of them a few years ago, but it sort of went out of my mind. And then obviously when I'd done these, I was like, oh, is that a bit too close to what they do? But I think what makes them different is, you know, they've got the lovely quotes on the bottles and then there are, but you know, they're big brands like the Neil's Yard, they're big brands. So I think it's always nice, isn't it, to support a smaller business. I think so too. And I think the fact that you are more accessible than a bigger business, because as you said, if someone is listening and they think, oh, I wonder if this is for me or I've got this problem, they can contact you. They know your name's Emma. They know what you look like. They know how to contact you. Whereas with Neon, if you wanted to give feedback, for example, presumably you go through, I don't know, but I'm assuming you go through some sort of customer support center and the person you speak to won't be the person involved in the formulation or they they may you know what they know about the product they may have they may know a lot about the product but they also may not um yes. whereas I think yeah what you're offering is really nice because it's so personalized and because you know mm. the product and you know you're you're accessible and you're happy to talk about it and yeah. I think that's what people why people would choose to buy from a small business so yeah I I think that whatever we do we're always going to have competition but I and I do genuinely genuinely believe there are lots of advantages to being a small business because you can be so much more flexible and adaptable than yes. someone like Neom who's producing probably hundreds of thousands I don't even know but a, a lot of products yeah I think you lose control don't you as well when you get so big you know this is why it's quite nice to have something that's quite small and you can actually um, provide people with that personal service but also the products you know is is of your highest standard you know you'd really love to put that onto your skin as well but I think going back to the reviews I think they are really important for any business aren't they to get that to get that feedback I think people have left reviews on my Etsy page but yeah I probably need to be more more bold and say please could you let me know what you thought of the scent and if you've used it and it works because that's what you want isn't it really to yeah. know that it's been effective And I do think you have to ask as well, because I think reviews are notoriously hard to get. And while there are a small number of people who will, you know, leave a review every time they buy something, there is also a lot of people who don't and won't. And it's not, you know, just for lack of time or just not even considering it. But I think if you ask, you really improve your chances of someone actually doing it because you've asked personally. Um, I think it, you know, I think that they are much more likely to in that situation that's true I'll do that (laughs) good to do good yeah you should Emma I think you've got your products are fantastic and you know you've got a lot of faith in your product so I think you've got Mm. absolutely nothing to lose by asking other people what they think and to share what they think yeah I think as well there was there seemed to be this gap in the market where you know you, you didn't have a product that was kind to your skin 
that literally was stripped back and had nothing in it. You know, even the organic products, there's alcohol. If you read the, you know, the small print, there's there's alcohol in it. Well, that's, you know, some people just cannot have that on their skin, especially if you've got eczema or a skin condition that is incredibly um, sore and open. You know, you go and put something like that on it and just immediately flare it up. So that's why as well, I wanted to really be very stripped back and very pure. Yeah, I mean, I've definitely experienced that in the last few years with the pan gels. I can't yes. use the ones of alcohol in because once you know you're using them a lot and your hands start cracking, well, that's yeah. it's incredibly painful. So, yeah, that you definitely need to talk about all of this, Emma, because, yeah, you're, yes. there's a lot of care gone into your products. Yeah, thank you. So I'm being really mindful of time because I know you yes, have clients you. to see. So I've got one more question. I promise, yes, I promise no, this is the last one. Nice. Um, so what would your number one piece of advice be for Emma for other product creators jump in and do it if you feel that you've got that intuitive good idea and you know that you know that product is needed I think that's that's the key element is working out whether it's something that you personally like and also that is needed by people so this was you know a lovely add-on to my sanctuary so I finished treatment with a client and I'd spray the lovely protection spray you know, so and I and just by people's reactions, I knew intuitively that this is definitely the right thing to start doing. But I think we can always put those doubts in. So you just have to go for it. You just have to be bold and start testing it, testing it with friends, testing it with family, you know, just just getting it out there, really. Yeah, I think that's great advice. And especially if you start small, um, as you did in your story, Emma, you know, you don't need to invest. You've proven that you don't need to invest a load of money in the beginning. You can just, you know, create a few of something and see how it goes. But yeah, there's no, there's nothing like experiences there as we've come back to a few times to find out whether something works. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, if it doesn't adapt it, try again. There'll be a reason why it's not working. So your passion and the power of belief behind it will make that product sell as well. I'm, I firmly believe in that. Oh, thank you so much, Emma. And that's such a nice positive note to end on as well. Well, thanks, Vicky. Thanks for inviting me today. It's been really lovely talking to you. Yeah, you too. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening all the way to the end of this episode. If you enjoyed it, please do leave me a review. That really helps other people to find this podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes and do tell your friends about it too if you think that they also might enjoy it. You can find me at vickyweinberg.com. There you'll find link to all of my social channels. You'll find lots more information, all of the past podcast episodes and lots of free resources too. So again, that's vickyweinberg.com. Take care, have a good week and see you next time. If you've been inspired to start a podcast in 2024, I really recommend my podcast host, Captivate. Captivate were my top pick when I started podcasting four years ago because of how easy it was for a complete novice like me to get started. I've stuck with them for the last four years because Captivate is still really simple to use. They keep adding great new features like the ability to share ads like these and they've just been really reliable. So when you're ready to start your own podcast, you can use the link in the show notes and get a free seven day trial with Captivate.